By George, I think I've got it. Hydrosexual sinking. I saw that Bigfoot walking across the screen and I thought to myself, wow, they are real. I ask us all, is that really reasonable? Hydrosexual sinking. My personal belief is that uh, there is very compelling evidence that we, uh, we may not be alone. I'll show you a little of the evidence. Hydrosexual sinking. Researchers at Stanford University School of Medicine have pioneered a cancer vaccine that eliminated all traces of cancer in mice. You could find evidence of that, my friends. You could change the world. Hypothetical thinking. A podcast for the hypothetical thinker. Greetings, Orlando, and welcome to Zombie Theory 101. We host a little podcast called Hypothetical Thinking, and we're your hosts. I'm Nick. I'm Taylorius Nelsonia Maximus. Did you give him the full name? Gave him the full name right off the bat. Sorry, guys. I'm Johnny. It's called Taylor. I'm Johnny. <laughs> Johnny's trying to get it in. He's like, I'm Johnny. Yeah, I'm Johnny. All right, so the slide should be up at this point, but we're going to wait a second. But how do we look up here? Oh, look at that. All right, all right. There it is. That's nice. Zombie Theory 101. That's exactly what I just said. So we're going to move right into it. Uh, this is us. I don't know if you saw this commercial yesterday. Hopefully some of you did, which is why you're here, uh, and which is why you'll probably be leaving in about five minutes when you realize how dumb this whole thing actually is. And this is Johnny. That's Johnny. Oh, but where'd you find that? So here's a fun fact. I'm going to hit you with that right now. Johnny goes into the podcast. <laughs> where'd you find that? Johnny has no idea what we talk about every, every time we do a podcast. Like, he goes in completely blind. And we host the podcast. We are the knowledge base. We do the research. Johnny just has random knowledge yeah. that he interjects. Exactly. So this is the research I did to prep for the panel. That's Johnny from <laughs> I don't know how long ago. Can we away from that? Is there no, we're going to keep that on while we're doing our information. To explain what's happening? No, we don't need explanation. Oh, I would Lord. like an explanation. What is this, Johnny? Who want, okay. Does anybody want an explanation before we keep going? Yeah? Okay, okay, okay. So back in high school, uh, this is so weird. Back in high school, there was like a, a weird day where everyone dressed up with like hair or like weird outfits. And I was it's gonna like, be a long story. You talk it is, about. and I was like, how Welcome. weird would it be if I dressed up as a girl? Uh, but all I did was wear a dress or whatever that is, and I can't tell you how difficult it is to sit down. I feel so exposed. Uh, it was awkward. So that's literally my face the whole day. I was not feeling it, Mr. Krabs. So anyway, how we're a, we're a semi-informative podcast, which means. Exactly. Very semi. It's, semi. it's very semi. She gets it. <laughs> Semi-informative. What we're going to do is we're going to give you a, just a teaspoonful of information about zombies, um, zombie apocalypse, and how it could actually happen. We've done the research. We've done the stats. We've seen the stats. We, we haven't done the there. stats. Yeah. <laughs> we did not compile that information. We did not. It all came we from Wikipedia. Through, we read it, and we pulled some stuff. We got stuff. Uh, first of all, how are you doing, Taylor? I'm doing okay. It's Orlando. I went to the beach like two days ago. Look how tan he is. <laughs> right? Yeah. Look at his skin. Amazing. I love it. I love Orlando. I love Florida. What about you guys? I'm doing, I'm doing great, yeah. And besides, can we get off that slab? Besides that, I'm doing fantastic. It's like haunting me. Yeah, I lost, I lost the clicker. What? Yeah, that's going to be up for the whole time. <laughs> Just kidding. I found it. <laughs> embarrassing. Uh, wow. How are you guys doing? Heck yeah. Super good. Decent. Huh? It's a Sunday. I get it. Yeah. Uh, everyone signed waivers, right? Wait, did you guys do that? I don't. Think, I think I got a waiver. I don't think I got. Did they get those waivers. I didn't get waivers. I didn't get waivers. Wait, 
right. We, we, all right. It's fine. All right. Judge, all right. Hang, on. You, hang on a second. It's fine. It's fine. Can you all repeat after me, just, just for a legal thing? Uh, I have signed a waiver. That's good enough. I think that's... No? Is it good? Yeah, it works. Yeah, that's good. Did we get that on tape? Okay. All right, this is a tricky situation. We're going to say some offensive stuff. I'm just kidding. No, it's not that. We're going to give you a lot of scientific information, and it's very important to know that you guys can handle it. Therefore, you needed to sign a waiver. So everyone signed a waiver. Let's move on. Moving on. For all intents and purposes, they sent a waiver. I heard it. Oh, we're done with it. Sweet. Wait, oh, no, just kidding. All right, it's interaction time, guys. You read the slide. We're going to interact with you guys, which we know why. You guys saw the, the one post on Facebook. Maybe they didn't see the post on Facebook. We're going to interact with everybody. So what we're going to do, who's ready for the zombie apocalypse? Nobody. I... This did not go like I planned it. I thought everyone's hand was going to shoot I thought up. that's why they came to the con. I thought they were ready. The whole I thought point? this was like training sessions. How right, can one I more... fight zombies? Taylor, Taylor, you asked them. They probably like you better on that ah. shirt. Who's ready for a zombie apocalypse? Come on. There we go. All right, so what uh, we're going like to do, Johnny's going to jump down in the audience, and he's right. going to pick five of you. Five. So keep your hands up if you're ready, and then we're going to interact with you later. Not right now, though. Well, right now we're going to interact, and then we're going to interact again. I've you can, got Johnny, you can jump down. Oh, right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's capable. Okay. Do we have a, I got a really good idea. Yeah, for the time being, uh, check in the uh, orange glasses. Pick All right, her. so Johnny's going to give you a number. You're going to be number one. Okay. And oh, qu hey, quickly, we have a question from the audience. Taylor, where did you get your glasses? We're not taking questions, right? Well, These yeah. glasses, uh, let's see. It appears that I got them on uclubonfry.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way. Doing you. Do I see orange glasses okay. right there? Where'd you get yours? Amazon.com. Amazon. Probably nicer. Okay. I'll trade you Amazon. straight up. Straight up trade. All right, so that's number one. Number one. And number two is uh, Lady in the Red with the uh, zombie bite. Zombie bite, you're number two. You remember want... these numbers because we're definitely not going to remember them. If you guys want to be on the guys, I've got a great idea. I told you, I've got a great idea. I'm writing numbers on these Capri Suns, so everybody who gets a number gets a Capri Sun. Yeah. Oh, that's right. All right, you guys get excited. Who wants to Gee. be a part of this? Here we go. I'm going to jump down. Yeah, that's number three. That was number three. So we got here's, one. Here's two, number one. Three. Number two. Okay. I'm not going to throw it because I'm. Not athletic at all. Who wants to? Which is why my pants are so tight. Here you go. There you go. Mr. Number two. Now, everybody in this little section. Who wants to? Anybody? Who's number Get three? Excited. Johnny, do you remember? Oh, all right. Oh, wait, who was number three? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Number three. It's number three. All right. Three. three. <laughs> yeah. She got it. There you go. And Good then four. Buddy. Did you pick a four? Here, Johnny, you take the rest of Capri Suns. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, Make it happen. Your resource. Wait, a resource? <laughs> do you just want a Capri Sun? I actually really do want a Capri Sun. All right, can we give five right here, Johnny? Where do you? This is number four. Johnny, give me a five. A five? Five up here in the front. She, she says she's, she's a answer. resource. She's got the answers. We're going to test her qualifications and knowledge if it meets our Wikipedia-based Oh, okay. yeah, you got things. it, yeah. Oh, yeah. How did I miss you? Okay, so everyone signed waivers. We picked you guys out. Remember your numbers. You have the Capri Suns. Now we're going to get into the heavy-duty uh, topic of today, and we're going to test your knowledge. What does the word zombies really mean? Taylor, do you know what it means? I have no idea what it means. Johnny? I have no idea what it means. Johnny definitely doesn't know what uh, it means. So, guys, strap in, because this is where the panel gets crazy, and you guys are going to leave going, I... Uh, what? <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. So here we go. Hear us out. Zoos. 
What? Occasionally. <laughs> Multi multiply <laughs> bacteria into <gasps> emergency. Johnny, finish it off. Situations. He had no idea that was coming. That's a fact. Since apparently oh. zombies is an acronym, we found that this is actually what it stands for. Zoos occasionally multiply bacteria into emergency situations. Zombies come from zoos? Hang on a second. Oh, sorry. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Everyone's following, right? No one's lost? I bet you are. You're all asking yourself, <laughs> what? Huh? Huh? What I are they talking it, about? Zoos do what to where? I'll tell you what. I don't know. Wait, I got to look at my notes. We didn't rehearse this. So we're podcasts. Nobody watches the zoo. So we got to look at our notes while we're talking. It's easy. This is harder up here. It is. <laughs> this is my slide. So I'm going to give you guys some facts. Um, we're not scientists or geniuses, so I have to read this from my phone. Yeah, you can't trust Johnny's bow tie. He is not a scientist. It's just a, it's just a fad. It's just like extra confident because I actually have no idea. So which, <laughs> who thinks uh, there's a key word on the slide that's going to interpret what I'm about to say? Rabies. Ray, you, you're right. Rabies. Ah. So we're going to talk about rabies for a second. I'm going to read. I wrote this. I didn't pull this off the internet. I actually wrote this. I just don't remember it because I failed theater class in high school and you guys are asking yourself, how is that possible? <laughs> you're amazing. Exactly. A thespian. A thespian. A thespian. So throughout history, rabies have been deemed by the CDC to be the closest thing to a true zombie virus. Even films like 28 Days Later explore the idea of a rabies-like virus that sweeps the globe, turning everyone into a crazed zombie. Who saw 28 Days Later? That's rabies. I love that movie. A lot of people, actually. I feel like that's the, the scariest version of a zombie. Like the, yeah, the rabies-type zombies. It's fast. like fast, really fast, and crazy. Not just like, I'm lurking at you. You know, it's like, I'm scared of that. But a really fast zombie is way more scary. It's horrifying. In, yeah, infinitely more scary. Uh, the craziest and scariest part of this, this could actually happen. Uh, so the CDC has said that while rabies isn't contagious enough to spread on its own, unless you're bit or bled on, I guess, which is what happens with zombies, but how would that spread fast? If the, uh, the virus rabies were ever to create some sort of hybrid with a flu virus, which is entirely... Plaus uh, pl plausible, plausibly possible. Pla a flu or another Plaus virus plausible. that commonly plausible. mutates and it gives this rabies a path to where it can mutate and just spread virally. Yes. Know, rather than having to be bit. Okay, yeah. Like airborne. Or whatever. However yeah. rabies is transferred. I guess it's just being bitten. I don't know. And it would happen. I've well, never flu, been bitten by a foaming mouth dog. I don't know. If you had a flu, if you had the flu. The flu. I'd have the flu now and then he'd have the flu and then you guys would all have the flu and we'd all be zombies. Be zombies. Uh, so let's talk about the flu for a second. They're like, we're out of here. These I, guys, are, it's too informative. It's, no, we, it's not informative enough. That's the problem. Guys, we should have... When we told them that we were going to give them the rabies. They, uh, <laughs> oh, we're out of here. <laughs> no rabies for me. So viruses like rabies... Come back, we'll give you a Capri Sun. Use, <laughs> we, have, we have 20, we have 18, we have, what's 5 minus? It doesn't matter. Viruses like rabies use a natural body process known as retrograde axonal transport, which I failed science class as well, so that's probably pronounced you incorrect. You class? No. <laughs> to travel to the area where they want to manifest. A virus with the ability to use specific neurons to travel to the brain and only impact specific sections could create a zombie-like state in humans. Next slide. I feel like I've honestly met zombies. I don't know if they're rabies zombies, but it just sounds like lazy people to me. I think we're going to be talking about a lot of different kinds of zombies, and it almost always boils down to them being lazy. 
And it also starts with zoos. It always starts with a zoo. We have a friend actually here who works at a zoo. Maybe she could probably verify all the different bacteria and all the different sicknesses. Like, dude, zoos are probably nasty. <laughs> Any kind of way that you can confine animals, mammals, or anything else in these tiny little spaces, man. Yeah, bacteria is going to form and it's going to spread. And they might have an immunity to that virus. Like, there's certain animals, like even humans, like mono or malaria. Like Herd immunity. What? Herd immunity. Yeah, well, so like we, we have immunity to certain viruses, but other creatures, other species don't. So like that raccoon that might have rabies and can live would give it to me, and then I would all of a sudden be a zombie, right? Like, That's I don't correct. If so facto. Correct. So correct. It sounds right. <laughs> all right, so we're going to move on to another slide here to keep you guys semi-informed. Semi. Anyone know what that is? Nobody. This is, this is going to go Does anybody know the well. scientific the Latin name for this, for this bug here, this creature? Taylor's going to tell you the scientific name for what this actually is. Possibly. I don't know. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> so while that last piece was about fearing animals, uh, this next reason for fearing uh, it, it gives you, is going to give you a reason for animals to fear fear. Animals have got to be scared, and this is why. So, I mean, this next one's about insects, and when I say insects, I mean ants. Okay. There's a certain kind of ant that when it dies, there's a certain fungus known as Ophiocordyceps unilateralis. Oh, that, that sounded right. You nailed it. Ophiocordyceps yeah, I... unilateralis. Who wants to give it a try? I pronounced that correctly. Yeah, no one can try that. You got this? Ordocardyceps yeah, that, that was definitely close. That gets you Capri Sun, buddy. Keep your kids in schools. They're going to learn words like Ophiocordyceps unilateral. I got it. Lord, Two points. Unilaterals. Tell us about, tell us about that. Ant. Well, what this thing does, it, it, when this ant dies, this fungus, this Ophiocordyceps unilateralis, that's exactly what it said. Basically, it, it spreads it, tiny little amounts of spores is all it needs to spread to one single ant. This ant then carries it back to the colony, spreads it to the rest of the colony, and this fungus basically just explodes from the inside out of these bodies of these ants, basically feeds on the ant. Why is that scary? Because fungus can do that to anything. I know you guys, probably all you guys have seen the Mario Bros. movie, right? Super Mario Bros. movie with, like, John Luguizamo. It might be a deep cut for a lot of these people. It's practically the same thing. It's practically the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> no one saw Super Mario Bros. Yes, and this really is a proven Mar fact. She saw right Super here. Mario Bros. I guess you Capri Sun. <laughs> see, see what happens when you interact with us? You get really neat things. One of the, the, the best things that everybody wants. Got it. It is. So everyone understands the ant fungus and how this could potentially infest in our brains. Can you explain again? So it gets in your brains and it eats it on its way out? Oh, if Lord. you are indeed an ant, small, certain ants, if you are indeed an ant, we don't have to fear this. Okay. It's just, Unless it's we just... were in the world of Super Mario Bros, whatever world that is, we'd have a similar fungus to worry about. This only targets ants. Basically, tiny spores get in the ant. The ant carries it back to the colony. Spores spread out, and this fungus grows from these spores, okay. exploding the bodies of the ant from the inside out. It's like an alien. Exactly. It's exactly like an alien. And it could happen, but the fungus would have to mutate in order for that to happen. So be careful. If you guys see any weird fungus, kids, just don't touch it. It could turn you into a zombie. You in slow, a horrific way. the cheese consumption down. So wait, when it explodes, that, that ant becomes zombified? It's basically just food. Well, it, uh -huh. well the thing about this is this, this ant is already dead. It's not an undead ant. This is a dead ant. It's a laser pointer on this thing. Oh, dude, not, not even. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> All right. Next slide. Everyone understands what uh, uni uh, 
Ophiocoin. Ophiocordyceps unilateralis. Give us a thumbs up. Without looking at the note. If you're ready to move on. Without looking at the note. Thank you. Moving on. This one's scary. I think they're all kind of scary, man. We're talking about zombies, dude. This one. Yeah, deer are very scary. This one's a real deal. This is actually recent real news. Real Glockenspiel. This broke very recently, and it actually, I had three nightmares about it consecutively. Do you have pet deer or something? <laughs> <laughs> so you have one nightmare and you wake up and you're like, all right. I, I woke up and then fell asleep and then had the same nightmare again. Wow. And then I nightmare woke up. within a nightmare. <laughs> it was a variant of the movie Bambi. Okay. Yeah. And they were zombie deers. Oh, my gosh. Which, if you, you've all seen Bambi, that's like one of the saddest movies ever. That's like the darkest scene in almost all of movies. But what if her mom came back as a zombie? <laughs> I'd say that it's uh. slightly darker. So we're going to talk about chronic wasting disease. <laughs> CWD. Uh, all right, so I'm going to get my phone again because I have the memory of a small rabbit. So this name alone sounds like the scientific name for a zombie. Like you think if there was a real zombie virus, this would be the name of it. Right? Or is it just me? It's probably just me. So what nasty. this does... What? It, whatever the word would be, it would be nasty. It wouldn't be like, uh, ick. It would be like some weird... The gross wasting disease. disease. Like, yeah. Ill. Ill. Ill disease. So what this does is this chronic wasting disease actually is infecting deer, elk, reindeer. It's happening right now. You guys can Google it at home uh, or Bing or if uh, Ask Jeeves is still a thing, you can use that. And <laughs> what it does is it infects the deer and the meat of the deer. And a lot of people who eat any type of deer, uh, the CDC has actually put out a warning saying that it, it can actually spread a form of zombie virus. And it's a serious problem that's happening right now. I read the article about two weeks ago. You read it, Reddit? I read it. Dope. On Reddit. Dope. So this specific disease is causing them to come back to life? Yes. Well, it's, it's like, it's the same thing as rabies. So it's another form of rabies that's okay. causing some sort of infection. But the okay. deers actually are, um, become deceased and then they come back okay. to life. And we, so that's we, a we thing that's them happening. Disease, it's like their pulse is done, like beep, 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 beep. Yes. Okay. And then they come back. So there's like and a medical team that's like has deer in hospitals and is like hooking them up to like a people later and saying, it's definitely deceased. Ah, and it comes back to and that's back. <laughs> Who would want to live in a deer zombie apocalypse? I don't think that'd be that bad. The worst <laughs> normal zombie. I've never been attacked by a deer. I've never been approached by a deer. I've seen. As far no, as really? I can tell, they like staying away from me. So I think I'd be okay. Probably, it's because they know. Literally, see no zombies ever because the deer just hide. They just hide. So does everyone understand what chronic wasting disease is? It's, it's it very works. simple. There's not a lot of there's not a lot out there just yet. But it I have also a feeling it alludes to lazy deer as well. Just uh, chronically wasting and just lazy, lazy deer. That one looks healthy though. It's a very healthy deer. If, if that, that was probably if that's, if that's what zombie deer looks like, then they'd be way worse. I feel like if zombies didn't look like zombies, look like humans, it'd be way worse off for everybody. There's plenty Absolutely. of people who look like humans that are zombies. Lazy people. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna touch on some different kind of zombies later in this uh, this, okay. this uh, presentation okay. that are. In fact, human. And in fact, zombies. And we're going to talk about that right now. What? So we added this last night because Taylor told me about it, and it blew my mind. Johnny wasn't in the room. It was, just, it was just Taylor and I. They make a very important point. Don't go to the next one. Every I already did. God, Johnny, you got to tell me. Ah! Sorry, you guys didn't see. I can't go back. It's fine. It's already Look at that done. color green. That's, that's beautiful. <laughs> so, guys, this is the jewel wasp. This one is a pretty scary version of a zombie. That, I mean, it happens every day. I'm assuming it happens every day. Or else these jewel wasps wouldn't be reproducing. So the jewel wasps is called the Ampulex compressa. That's right, Ampulex compressa. 
It's indigenous to Africa and South Asia. Basically, it lives in underground burrows. And what this dude does is they sneak up on unsuspecting cockroaches, specifically cockroaches. They basically they'll, they'll sneak up on these guys and they'll pounce on their back, ride them like a rodeo <laughs> several moments, looking for the opportune time to sink its pinchers in, its biters, its teeth, right into the brain of these cockroaches. Zombie? Oh, it, it zombifies it right here. Yeah, okay. Sinks its teeth into the, into the brain of the cockroach. What happens next is it secretes a toxin into the brain of the cockroach that does not kill the roach. It doesn't like paralyze the roach. All it does is make this roach lazy. That's literally <laughs> all it does. It's, the roach just can't run away. You know, it's just chilling. It's like, oh, I'm just hanging out, living myself, just being a roach, just chilling. <laughs> Meanwhile, this wasp is like watching the toxin take effect. Yeah. This thing's getting lazier and lazier. Yeah. Then what it does, snips off one of the antennae, antenna, antennae, I don't know, if you know the plural of that, you get a Capri Sun. Basically, they sever one antenna to taste the blood. And the reason they taste the blood is to judge if they gave it enough toxin or not. And you're like, what? what's the purpose of that? Too little toxin, the thing would just wake up, scatter away. Too much toxin, the thing's gonna die, and it's not gonna serve its purpose as a zombie. Perfect amount of we need toxin. Undead zombies, we need like half dead zombies. Then what it does is it drags this bad boy back into its underground lair, lays one single egg, one egg, onto the side of this body of the cockroach, upon the side of the body. Then it seals the door on the way out. One, the egg hatches, burrs its way into the body of this cockroach. Oh. And if anybody likes cockroaches out there, like yeah. maybe you're taking offense to this, but I don't think anybody <laughs> likes cockroaches. Burrows its way into the cockroach, feeds on it from the inside out. One month later, a mature jewel wasp emerges from the ground, ready to find another roach. You know, it's crazy. There's other like, wasps like that, like the tarantula hawk. A tarantula hawk. Is it tarantula? Taran tarantula hawk. The tarantula hawk is the same thing to tarantulas. <laughs> it makes really, like, uses the body as a, I don't know, like a baby... It's a uh, parasite. In incubus. Yeah, it's an incubator. Yeah, yeah. The little babies just, they get the feet on it, yeah. Yeah. Just like an egg. It's, just like an egg would. That's so disgusting. It's disgusting, but imagine? it happens every day, people. It happens oh every day, and we need more jewel wasps so we can get rid of all these cockroaches. Point blank. What if it went wrong, though, and the, the, the jewel wasp mutated and we became the cockroach? Oh, We'd have a full-out zombie apocalypse, ladies and gentlemen. That's very meta. Very These meta. people, they can't handle it. <laughs> like, we, I don't want to think about that. Everyone who stays gets Capri Sun. <laughs> you just can't have to share whatever <laughs> we have left. Listen, as long as 20 of you guys are still here, we have enough Capri Sun for everybody. So we're going to keep on... <laughs> And you guys can interact with me live on Instagram right now. Because that's what I'm doing. I'm just scrolling on Instagram every time I pick up my phone. So, <laughs> Hypothetical thinking is our Instagram tag. Hit us right now. Hit us right now. We'll, it, we'll Instagram you back right here. <laughs> we won't. We won't. Zombie, zombie. <laughs> so now we're going to talk about zombies. So everyone understands how we got from zoos to zombies, right? I had no idea. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you a hint. We just talked about animals for 15 minutes. Oh. That's a, that's a segue? Yeah, that's, a second. That's, a, that's all we got. I, I that's, tried. Dudes occasionally manifest or m materialize. Multiply. They make, they multiply bacteria. Into? Uh, extreme situations. Extreme, environmental, crazy situations, okay. scenarios. Okay, 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 okay. Basically, anything involving animals is going to lead to zombies at some point. Point blank. Okay. So now we're going to talk about the history of zombie before we get into hypotheticals. We're going to interact with you guys, and you're going to win some big prizes. We have some stuff from Skybound. We have shirts. We have action figures. Future mom uh, stuff. We have 
crazy stuff in this bag that you guys just aren't ready for. And so we're gonna, sons. And we have lots of free <laughs> sons. So we're going to talk about zombies and where the word originated from. The English so, word... <laughs> what? I was going to try and throw a cranberries joke in, but... Yeah, it's time. Ah. <laughs> so the, the, the English word zombie was first recorded in 1819 in the history of Brazil by poet Robert Southey. Again, I did all this research myself. I translated it from wikipedia.com and I put it on my phone. Uh, it wasn't until 1929 until Western culture became exposed to the concept of a true voodoo zombie in a book called The Magic Island, which is also a very deep-cut Disney movie about a pizza shark. No one saw Magic Island. Somebody literally just sent us a message on Instagram. Awesome. <laughs> right now? Awesome. <laughs> is it you? All right. You get a Capri Sun. You get a Capri Sun. You already have one. You oh, yeah. Oh. You win. I'm drinking my last Capri Sun. Sorry, guys. I drank a little sip and my stomach got upset. Good thing we're not okay. sponsored I'm by I'm so lost. So, Pizza Shark. Uh, this book has been claimed to truly introduce the term into the U.S. language. It also explored the Haitian roots with which the word originated. And that's where Taylor's going to come in. So, there's uh, confusing uh, <laughs> places that possibly the word zombie had come from. Uh, one source that we have come across is that the possible root for the word zombie actually comes from the Congan word for soul, which is zambe. That seems to make sense to me. Zambe, so that's zombie basically, right? So while Haitian folklore talks a lot about necromancers and the dead being physically revived, Harvard ethnobotanist Wade Davis claims that this folklore was indeed fact. Fact, people. He, he claims to have witnessed the dead being revived. This guy's from Harvard ethnobotanist from Harvard, claims that he witnessed people being revived from the dead. He claims to have narrowed the poison used down to a neurotoxin that derives from a pufferfish called tetradoxin. Apparently, it's a thousand times more lethal than cyanide. Wait, the poison that pufferfish used to kill other fish? No. No, it's a poison, it's a toxin in the pufferfish that is like, you know, mixed up with some stuff, some chemistry stuff, alchemy stuff, and they make a new neuro, you know, a toxin out of this pufferfish. Okay. But it's tetradoxin, and it's, it's very potent. And then oddly enough, the way they revive these fools, so first they gotta kill the guy, then they gotta revive the guy. Get they first the kill them, and they're like, we want you to be a zombie. Okay. It's for science. So like, we're Step really one of becoming a Haitian zombie, okay? There are two different types of death in Haitian folklore, okay? There's a natural death, there's an unnatural death. Natural death is just, you know, somebody dies of old age, Whatever, some natural cause or whatever. An unnatural death is when somebody's murdered, okay, commits okay. suicide, something's crazy, like, dead. unnatural. He's Mur been dead. It's murder-suicide. It's unnatural. What happens in an unnatural death in Haitian folklore is that soul cannot travel on and, like, reunite with its ancestors, right? It has to, like, linger by the grave. And it is those souls, bodies, that are then eligible to become a Haitian zombie. So, oh. these guys, these witch doctors, these shamans, the Haitian, Haitian voodoo dudes, voodoo daddies, yeah. basically oh. will use this neurotoxin <laughs> to create an undead state in the person that they're trying to make a zombie. So, they hit them with a the neurotoxin, the person resembles death. Like, everyone thinks they're dead, it's like a deep hibernation, right? Um, they bury them, and there's funeral service and everything. These fools go dig them up, 
And then they apply what it's called, and I am not messing with you when I say this. They call it a zombie cucumber. It's some kind of a vegetable that like resembles a cucumber or pickle like a fruit. And basically they use this fruit in some way to then revive the person and it keeps them in like a, like a not a comatose state, but a vegetative state where they can operate physically, but not mentally. You use a vegetable or a fruit? Or a zombie, if you will. What is a cucumber anyway? It's not a fruit, it's a vegetable. Cucumber? Is it a fruit or they vegetable? They use it to revive somebody? But it's a vegetable, it's got seeds. It's got seeds? That, what? It's, it's vegetable. So how do they- What makes a tomato <laughs> a fruit? Is it because it has seeds? Because it grows on a Seeds and a skin? You get a Capri Sun. You get a Capri Sun. You get a Capri Sun. So you're saying because they're using this cucumber and they're reviving a zombie. Well, they revive the person with the cucumber, and that cucumber, it, it creates the, the dead-like state, you know, the undead state. So this person is alive, but they're mentally disabled, basically. They're a vegetable. Yeah, they're a vegetable. So it's presumed that, you know, the, the Haitian folklore, they would do this as like a, a punishment, and they would essentially create slave labor out of it, which is kind of... Bonkers. But that's what they said they did. Yes. So that's, like, the Haitian zombie folklore culture is where sort of zombie uh, came into play, and Wade Davis is entobotanist. Yeah, but did you see that jump? I, that was a great jump. <laughs> you had an air. And to Thriller, nonetheless. Right on. That's true. So basically, Wade Davis sort of pioneered uh, the, the term zombie from Haitian folklore, which then he confirmed to be real because he saw it with his own eyes, and that led us to... Uh, Mary, you know, authors like Mary Shelley, who did Frankenstein, and we have H.P. Lovecraft, and then that grew over time in literature to film and television, which has created, uh, you know, the films that George Romero's created and created The Walking Dead. Ah. So that's pretty much the semi-informative way to explain how the word zombie was created and how we can all uh, die tomorrow by a zombie apocalypse. Dare I say, semi-informative? I don't know. Did you guys know any of that? I don't think so. No, that was new. very informative. So you're saying the most likely way to become a zombie is through a insect or a cucumber. That sucks, <laughs> man. I feel like I, that's I the worst the, way to go. the idea here is there there are there are things that can be confused as zombies that are truly dead, and it's more like a parasitic relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and then there are zombies which are more traditional, the way like it would work for movies and TV, yeah. where it's like definitely a physical body thing. You know, and they're just mentally unable, you know, they're, it's pretty weird. Dude, actually, okay, this is crazy, this is crazy. I was watching a documentary a little while back. This is a Vice documentary, I'm gonna plug Vice. Vice documentary, apparently there is this flower. I want, I'm not sure where it is, Southeast Asia or something like that. Only grows in a very small, like, part of the world, like, very, like, town size, like, size of this room, it's a very small area. It's this tree, similar to, like, a magnolia tree, it has, like, a really beautiful white flower, beautiful white flower. And apparently what happens is this white flower can be ground up, combined with some stuff, whatever, and it makes this crazy toxin that when administered to people, it does nothing else than like your flight, your fight or flight response is just gone. Like you have, you no longer have the ability to say no. Oh, it's like the Yes Man movie. Yeah, you're Yes Man. Like so, I just come up with powder. (laughs) Yes. They're done. They're done. You can't tell. They're not drunk. They're not like fumbling around. They're not like zombies. Or something. Yeah, they're, but they're not there. Totally normal. But I could be like, "Hey, yo, Johnny. Hey, what's up? What's that debit card looking like, bro? What's that checkbook looking like, bro?" And what I say? He already blew the powder. Blew and you're like, powder. "Well, I got a checkbook." And I'm like, well, "Give it to me. Give me like, all your money." You'd be like, "Well, all right, yeah, sure, dude." Wow. 
Yeah, it's that simple. You don't look drugged, you don't look drunk, it's crazy. So there are so many different ways to, you know, like... The, okay, okay, so affect the brain in a way that, like, brain, yeah. you wouldn't be as coherent or sentient or, like, knowledgeable about your own presence and right. you'd be uh, a zombie. But I want, zombie, okay. <laughs> the Kangen word for soul, zombie. Yes. Yes. Okay, I follow you. That guides everything together to more flames. I like you have flames in there. <laughs> so what could cause a zombie apocalypse? And, and basically everything that's led us up to now, and then we'll interact with everybody because we just have a few minutes left, but what will cause a zombie apocalypse is equal parts virus, which is what we all know from movies and literature and television, but also equal parts manipulation. Manipulation. And that's yeah. what it is, is that if you manipulate a virus, it could create a zombie apocalypse. Right. And there's like, there's, you know, the Haitian zombie thing, you know, Wade here, Wade says it's true. He said he saw it, he's from Harvard, he's an ethnobotanist. Why would I not trust that guy? I didn't go to Harvard. I yeah. trust him. Point so blank, I trust, trust him. him. I trust him. Wow. What a great <laughs> basis for knowledge. No, he says he saw it. You know, like, you can watch documentaries about the Haitian zombies and, like, all the evidence you come about is, like, just dudes faking it, trying well, to make some money, there right? There was a guy from Harvard. Rooted in something, that, like, you know? He, like, tried to prove a, this is a weird little fact. It was like, had this whole entire test. He's like, what would the world be like if everything was made out of blueberries? Like the anatomic uh -huh. level. We're not heard of getting into the blueberry earth again, well, Johnny. Is that like, yeah, maybe it's not credible. No, that is a credible study. I don't, there's a paper out there that says, you can check out our podcast. I don't know what episode it's in, but we, we go over this study. There's an actual study, written paper. That's From Harvard. Harvard. So Harvard's producing some groundbreaking stuff. It basically says, you take the earth's mass or volume, and replace it instantly with blueberries. Not compressed blueberries, but just blueberries as they sit, like a bundle of blueberries. And what would happen? What kind of time frames would happen? And this dude writes this incredibly detailed paper of what would happen. It's like, this would happen, this would happen, this would happen, this would happen. It's e like, equals mc squared <laughs> minus 16 blueberries. Yeah, there blueberries. was math involved, physics involved, and we would not survive. No. Day, not a split second. At the end of the day, you're saying people from Harvard either are how much or you not like blueberries. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So but anyway, Harvard, did anybody go to Harvard, by the way? So Look, all of us we can't trust, trust you. the ethnobotanists from Harvard. We all do. So now that we've been infor semi-informed, excuse me, I almost... <laughs> don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> We're going to interact with everybody. What? We have just a few minutes left. Guys, the five of you are going to win something regardless. If you choose not to come on stage, the only thing you want is a uh, poorly numbered Capri Sun. Which is still okay. It is. And if you made it over our booth... <laughs> You know these prizes are awesome because we're giving out high fives. We're giving out hugs. We're giving out shout outs. We'll wait at you. Podcast. So lots of sweet prizes. Lots of free stuff. Uh, so <laughs> number one, number one, who's number one? We have 10 minutes. So we're going to get you up here and we're going to hit you, hit you with a really difficult hypothetical. Oh, I get, well, apparently she Demo? was number one, but I gave her the two Capri Sun. Numero uno, <laughs> enter. Fair <laughs> trade. Let's do it. one job. I, I'm like a thousand bucks. And the right number. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get the prizes ready. Uh, Taylor, you hit her with a hypothetical real quick. How about I hit her with a high five? Boom. That was, That's uh, the prize. Uh, Absolutely. Are you going to switch I got her. I conned her. All right. I got the prize ready. These are so much nicer than mine. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I win. <laughs> All right. Give her a hypothetical. How about another high five? Huh. All right, here's a hypothetical for you. Fives. These are good high five. That's a good high five. Okay, Johnny proved me wrong again. Thanks, bud. <laughs> You're not the one with the info, bro. <laughs> oh my God, was a high five. <laughs> that was a good high five. Hypothetical for you. Describe to me your perfect homemade zombie kitchen device. I know you've thought about this practically all weekend, probably all week on your way to the con. 
probably like take two knives and tape them together, okay. and then you can use like hold it on in the middle and okay. then stab both sides. Yeah. Okay. So simple. Oh, okay. Very it's simple. so simple. I like that. Simple okay. and effective. Sometimes simple is the most effective way to go. Uh, I think she's proving that right now. She is. Okay. She also proved she's herself. Proving that right now. She gets a brain specimen coaster set. Ah, made out of pure. To go along with your smiles. Fairfax, Virginia glass. There you go. Thank you for coming up and hypothetically. If you chug that in one go, we'll give you another one. Yeah, right now. She gets two? She's going to chug a Capri Sun. She chugs it in one go. What? One go. I had one sip, but my tummy's upset. Squeeze it. Squeeze it close. Here we go. We're not responsible. She signed a waiver. You all if you get a tummy upset, go. Oh, go. look at her. Oh, wait. Go, 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 chug it. I actually did give her the two. I was supposed yeah, to. Yeah, did I miss one. something? You're not even number one. I gave her number two on accident. <laughs> this is number, number two. One. By Don't the way. distract her from her Capri Sun chugging. Go, <laughs> go, go. It's 90% air, so you're good. We believe you. That's good. That's good. Pass yeah. the all test. Right. Pass the test. Good job. You can keep this if you want. We can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> well, for that, you get to follow us on our Instagram pages. You get to subscribe to us. Congratulations. Thank you. All right, so number one. Was that. But technically, she was number one. Number so two, number two, come up as number one. one. You're good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for coming. You're the best. Oh, Thank you. Five, my glasses. Great ones. All right, Johnny, hit her with a hypothetical. You, Wait, have, you have eight minutes. Wait, okay. I have, I have, well, you have 60 seconds. Random hypothetical? Is it I'm going to pick a prize. Welcome. I'm doing it? Yeah, do it. Welcome. We give left-handed handshakes. Wait, with a random, is it be zombies? Exactly. Yes. Let me get a five. I forgot what prizes we have in here. That wasn't, that wasn't swift at all. Okay. okay. Give her a... Well, okay, all right. Uh, Hypothetical. It is, ah, oh, it sucks. Yeah. Hypothetical, ready? Uh, okay, all right. Still trying to think of it. Okay, I'm still trying to think of it. So if you, okay, you get the option to save your parents or your dog from zombies. You do. Do you have a dog? Uh, you have a dog? Okay. 12 year old Dotson. 12 year old dog. So you'd save the dog? Well, since my dad is sitting right there. He's not. <laughs> yeah, he's not here. He signed a waiver too, so it's so fine. So that basically, she's basically just said the dog. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, Dad. My parents would slow me down, so I would pick the dog. Oh, you should boop! Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Nice. Dad, prove it wrong. Run up and down the aisle in less than five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Well, yeah, dogs, gonna, he says, hold on. Dogs eat less. They're great. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. They do eat way less. Look at oh, him. He's going. Two. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. He got it. He made it. Does that change your answer? How many sons do we have? No. It doesn't change your answer. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> so we're going to give you a little swag bag. There's a hat in there from Future Monsters. Ooh, what do we got? Can. So we got one of our sponsors here is Future Monsters. Uh, they actually produce clothing, t-shirts, stickers with like all your favorite monsters on them. They got Dracula, the Wolfman. And she got a big old swag bag full of them. You got it. Check it out. High fives, high fives. And we also have a 10% uh, off uh, discount code for <laughs> futuremonsters.com. It's HIBRO, all caps. Help our sponsors out. We have one sponsor. Help our sponsor out. So we got to give right. them away. All right, let's do uh, what I do. Number three. Number three, come on up. What did they? So, oh, if you guys don't know, three is a very big number in the Illuminati world, the New World Order. It pops up over and over, over and over. So, she, we could be dealing with Illuminati here. This could be trouble. Oh wow! She found okay, she found. I just want to say, 
Stairs, I like Survivor it. of the zombie apocalypse because the stairs were used in order yeah. to get on Step the stage. Step one, play it safe. You get, like, <laughs> you don't even have to answer a hypothetical. I'll just give you a prize. Uh, all right, so I have a hypothetical yeah. for you. Hypothetical. If you could climb something with or without stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's faster to do without. I like it. That's playing it safe. All right, so let's do, let's do this. Let's do that. If, all right, let's see. <laughs> oh, oh, would you rather? I, <laughs> I had no preference going into it, Nick. You, you didn't have hypothetical I didn't prepare for this part because I was too busy doing all my Wikipedia research, Johnny. <laughs> hey, you got a point, you got a point. Okay. Johnny didn't do anything. Whoa, 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 whoa. I wasn't supposed to do anything. Look at the time, we're running out. Okay, here you go. <laughs> Make up your own. <laughs> okay, here's one, I got one. All right. I followed you, by the way. She followed us. Tight. Dope, all right, we got another follower. What's our booth hypothetical? Okay, yeah, booth hypothetical from yesterday. That's what we're going to give you. Okay, you got 24 hours to stock your underground bunker because the zombie apocalypse is happening. Like, it's, it's happening right now. You got 24 hours, collect all the things you can for your underground bunker. It doesn't matter what it is. Like, outrageous stuff that is unobtainable, not affordable. It doesn't matter. You can make it yourself, anything. I came what up would with it that. Be? That one was How many, All these different with. items, you know, riddle them off. Stairs would obviously be one of them. Top ten. Guns, Go. food, yeah. medicine, uh, dog food, because I have to take my dog. Dogs are very important. Parents, well, <laughs> my friend Amanda right there. Friendship uh, and family. That's you I have a Negan the dog bat. And the family. I have a homemade one, too. It's full of barbed wire, so that. <laughs> um, that's basically all you need. That's, that's amazing. That's a whole bunch of bullets for the guns and knives. And a bunch of in case you have to be quiet. Thinking on podcasts yep. so you can listen to them the whole time you're locked in your bunker. That'd be that tight. Too. That'd be tight. Well, you get a super awesome prize. You get, Ooh. because they're a perfect set together, you get a Walking Dead Dwight figure and Walking Dead Savior Prisoner figure Save together. Savior Prisoner. All right. There you go. Absolutely awesome. All right, where's the clicker? Absolutely awesome. It worked. Number four. Nerd. While you come up here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think of a hypothetical. Oh, I got one. All right, never mind. Johnny's going to, he already thought of one, so I don't have to. Wait, who's number four? Uh, she's fantastic. Let's party. Come on. No stairs. Wow. I love the Black Panther nice, and nice the movie. zombie. It's great. Oh. Perfect. Are you, you want to answer hypothetical? Oh, perfect. All right. All right. Here's the hypothetical. We have the hypothetical. Let me get a prize while you're doing that. All right. For $10 million. Million dollars. Million dollars. Would you become immortal, right? And. Don't do the snail one, Johnny. Why not? Because I hate that one. Oh, you love it. All right. For 10 million. You gave it to me, actually. That was the. the anyways. So, for $10 million, you become immortal, but there's a snail, snail speed, snail everything, that is also mortal, trying to kill you. And as soon as it touches you, you die. What do you do? It can board a plane. It can board what a boat. It's do you do? not normal. It's, it's smarter than me. Well, that way. I'd rather not be immortal then. Oh. Yeah, I'm not gonna be immortal. Not gonna take it. No. Not gonna take the deal. Not gonna take the money. Not gonna take the immortality. Just gonna continue living life. No deal. You love life. That's inspirational. Pretty safe bet. All right. Right on. Oh, that's a good answer. It works. For that wants to kill you. So well, well, hey, this no. was a normal size snail, and it moves at snail speed. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but it can cross oceans. It could potentially board a plane. Does your answer stay the same? Does your answer? It does. True inspiration, Even more right inspiration. here. True inspiration. Like, no deal, Howie. 
What? Right. No, no deal, no, no deal Howie. No deal. <laughs> no deal. That's fine. Well, you know what? Good you enough. get a deal. You get some stuff from Skybound. You get the quotable Lucille, or quotable Negan book. You get a lot of quotes. Uh, that can only be found in you the Walking Dead Insiders and you box. Get a car. And then you get a Lucille Slugger's hat. Uber we're dope. Done, we're done, we're done. Thanks to oh, Skybound. Thank you. Thank you. Coming up. All right, last but not least. Five. They probably left too. It's fine. There we go. Hey! Of course not. The prize is the win. All right, I got you. I got you. Front stage. <laughs> Zombie apocalypse being you. Pennywise. We're going to win. Don't look at your prize, though. I used the surprise. Surprise. The subword of surprise is prize, which is what prizes usually are. It's also Kongan for gift. <laughs> I believe. I believe. I believe. <laughs> All right. Hypothetical. Hypotheticals. Do you know one? You know, does someone want to come up with a zombie hypothetical Ooh. right now to win a Capri Sun? All right. First hand, I saw it. Right over there. First hand left, Johnny. Johnny. First hand up. You're getting an audience hypothetical. Okay, you got it. It's got to be good. I saw yours first. Hard hitting. We might do two, actually. Who knows? All right. What is your hypothetical? Um, what three people would you bring with you to a zombie apocalypse? Uh, celebrity or non-celebrity, dead or alive. Doesn't matter. Doesn't Superhero matter. or not? Could they be superheroes? So real people, non-fictional. Real humans. Real humans. Non-fictional. Yes. All right, you take my. <laughs> oh, well, there goes my choices. Your I'm husband and your kids. My husband. <laughs> <laughs> he husband? might slow me down. <laughs> so your dog. <laughs> Is he here? So that means if I want to get married, I need to start running track so or something. People. I need to make sure I'm fast so I, uh, my wife and kids will care about me in the zombie apocalypse. Real people. Real people. Definitely Jason Momoa. Cool. Yay. Cool. Yay, Just because he's strong. You will navigate the seas. Sorry, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> you will negotiate uh, dragon deals. So that's one. That's one. Oh, even if he's dead? Okay. I don't know what his real name is, but Bradley, Macho Cooper, Man Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper played him, the American sniper. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd bring that guy. Yeah. Kyle. Something or other. Deadly accurate. And, and The Rock. Chris, Chris Kyle. Kyle. Thank you. The Rock. Oh, no, you would stay home. i just lock you in some room and you'll be safe. <laughs> so right now you have somebody that can protect you. You have a deadly accurate sniper. I have a sniper. I have a hot, strong guy. Oh, all right. So, well, I have him right there, but, you know. This is all right. Just... <laughs> Here you have my... And... Oh, yeah, I might bring my friend Jamie, because i got to have my hair looking good. All right. All right. All right. An overseen thing in the zombie apocalypse. Somehow The Rock did not make it in there. I think... Okay. The Rock makes okay. it every time. The Rock makes it in every conversation. You choose four people. The Rock is always one of them. doesn't matter what the... You don't take him... Would you? If you don't take the ride, would you be turned into a zombie? You're really screwed. Because I'm a nurse and I used to be a paramedic. So she's number four of the three because she's herself, because she's a nurse. She used to be a paramedic. You are a resource. And I'm funny. <laughs> you are hilarious. I'm going to give you a Lucille ballpoint pen from Skybound. Ooh, Lucille well as, ball. As point well pen. as a Walking Dead pen that you can only get in the box. And then we have this super cool. Super cool. Future Monsters T-shirt. T -shirt. There you go. 
There you go. There you go. He's doing some sort of swinging move. Thank you so much for participating. That was great. Oh, now they're going to hug. Everyone watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I thought you got this. There we go. Awesome. One out of five. All right. That's a real statistic. In Orlando, one out of five people use stairs. Is that a statistic? That's a statistic. Bend it any way you want. Use it in whatever stats you need. All right. So uh, to wrap this up, I want to take that hypothetical, and I want to ask you, and there's only one right answer, what three <laughs> people would you bring in the zombie apocalypse to be in your army? Because there's only one right answer. I know the right answer would probably be my high bros over here, plus our friend Danny. Yeah. But I have to exclude that answer, because that's always the right answer. Friends. So while she was talking, I thought about it. Macho Man Randy Savage. Okay. Obviously The Rock. Yeah. The Ultimate Warrior. And Lagatha from Vikings. Okay. No, mm. three. Johnny, go. You will keep me strong. Okay. There's only one right answer. Well, I mean, we already okay, know. Well, right. okay. You guys and Danny. Well, that, that's <laughs> ah, yes, he said it. That was crisp. Yeah, I definitely do like the, the, the Rock, right? My dad Absolutely. and... Who? How about you? Yeah. Keanu. There cool. we go. He's the chosen one, so yeah. Who? And I guess that's the one right answer. What was it? What? Keanu Reeves. Oh my gosh. Uh, you broke sorry, the system. We have to exclude that answer too. You broke the system. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick. Nick, what would, you, what would you do? The Rock. Wait, there's only one right answer. Well, you guys. Ah. And Danny. Gosh, these guys. Uh, the Rock. Charlize Theron. Ooh. Okay. Because okay. I, I saw Atomic Blonde and she did all yeah. her own stunts. Killed it. Yeah. Like more than Tom Liam Neeson. Liam he'll get anyone back. It will matter. And he'll fight wolves. He will. Him. He'll fight wolves. And then uh, I'm going to say, I need someone to sing to me. Oh, yeah. Fergie? <laughs> Ariana Grande. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> all right. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. I like that. I think you should always ask. Oh, wait, no, 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 I'm sorry. Can I do it again? Do you know him? Yeah. Of course he wanted to say Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Oh, my God. <laughs> sorry. The yeah. Rock, Ryan Gosling. She always says somebody weaker than you that will die first. Charlie's right? Theron. Huh? She always says somebody weaker than you. Ryan though. Gosling is the strongest man on the planet. Yeah, you, you die first. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Guys, thank you so much for taking a chance on this panel. We appreciate so it. We host a podcast called Hypothetical Thinking. Hypothetical Thinking. Don't stop by our booth. Well, yeah, no. say hello. Thank you guys so much. Guys, the rest of the day is going to be a power hour on our spin wheel. We got cool prizes that resemble what we have given out. I think we might be out of Capri Suns. <laughs> nope, we got Capri Suns. <laughs> See you at the booth. Thank you, guys.